0: This is the American Variety Network on Block Talk Radio with Alec Cardinale, live from Springfield,
1: Massachusetts.
2: Presented to you by Carib C. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli. It's Saturday evening, and that means it's time for some fun. Are you ready for some fun? It's been a long week, and I'm so excited to be doing this fun show. This weekend is Super Weekend because Super Bowl 50 takes place this Sunday. This is going to be a Super Bowl-themed Saturday live with Alex Cardinelli. I am going to preview Super Bowl 50, discuss how the Panthers and Broncos made it to the Super Bowl, make my pick and prediction of the final score, and I'll also discuss some awesome snack recipes for your Super Bowl party tomorrow. On top of that, my good friend Jeremy Stellhorn will be our special guest. And we have all of our fun segments tonight, including prank phone calls, this Saturday in history, it's time to laugh our asses off, and more. Be ready to have some laughs. As you guys and gals know, each Saturday I'm going to ask you three questions that you can call in and answer, or you can tweet your answers to at AmericanNetwork1 on Twitter. So, here are this Saturday's questions. Who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 50 tomorrow night? What is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl, the snacks themselves or the commercials? How is your 2016 going so far? Again, the questions are, who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 50? What is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl, the snacks or the commercials? And how is your 2016 going so far? You can call in at any time during the show at 1-347-989-8142 to answer these awesome Questions, ladies and gentlemen. This week's episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli begins right after his introduction, which is being brought to you by Carob C.
0: You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get
3: live here on the AV Network.
4: Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. We'll be some laughs, special guests, some funny phone calls, and some fun discussion. be live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli takes over the airwaves now.
2: Here we go. Let's go ahead and get this Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli started. Woo! So, we're gonna start today's show by discussing what's the haps this weekend. In other words, what is happening this weekend? So the first event that's happening this weekend takes place tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that is the Puppy Bowl 12. Now, I love puppies. I think puppies are really cute, and I have never met a person who does not at least like puppies. I know that even people who like cats love puppies. So I think all of you, my listeners, should tune in to the Puppy Bowl tomorrow starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Animal Planet. This is going to be my first year tuning in, and I cannot wait to see it myself. Also this weekend, we have Super Bowl Fifty, which is airing tomorrow night on c b s at six thirty p m Eastern Standard Time, Super Bowl fifty is a game that true football lovers look forward to each year and This year, Super Bowl fifty is an historic Super Bowl and it celebrates fifty wonderful years of the Super Bowl this year it's the Carolina Panthers. Versus the Denver Broncos, two of the best teams in the National Football League. It'll be Cam Newton versus Peyton Manning, the great quarterback, the Hall of Fame quarterback. But sadly, I think Cam Newton will send Peyton Manning. Right to retirement, I think the Panthers are going to down the Broncos, and I'll talk about that a little bit later on in today's show. Also happening this weekend, I have my Super Bowl 50 halftime show live on American Variety Network at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow. I'm very excited because for the first time ever, the American Variety Network will be hosting its first Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to recap the entire first half of Super Bowl 50 and make predictions for the second half of. Super Bowl 50. I'll be there along with my friend, slashmaster Nineteen Eighty Nine, Jeff T. So join me for the Super Bowl 50 Halftime Show live tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the American Variety Network. So that's what's happening this weekend. All right. So as you guys know, I have been asking you three questions that you can call in and answer. I'm going to start answering these three questions, and hopefully at some point we'll have a listener call in and uh, answer these three questions. The first question is, who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 50? Well, I think the Panthers are going to win Super Bowl 50. You have to be crazy to bet against the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers have had one hell of a great season. And I think the season ends with the Panthers winning Super Bowl 50. My next question is, What is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl, the snacks or the commercials? For me, I have to say, I prefer the snacks. I love Pop-Tarts, Pop-Tart ice cream sandwiches. I love mozzarella sticks. I love quesadillas. I love nachos. I love Doritos. I love a lot of snacks, and I love the Super Bowl because it's one of the only days of the year where we can gorge ourselves on snacks and appetizers for dinner. However, I do also like the commercials. Each and every year, the Super Bowl puts out some interesting commercials. I remember a few years ago, there was a commercial that had Sergeant Slaughter, Chucky, and all the people from the 1980s and 1990s in a Radio Shack commercial. And it's kind of funny how Radio Shack went out of business, but that was a very cool commercial to see. And I'm looking forward to seeing what commercials are going to happen this year. And my last question is, how is your 2016 going so far well for me personally it is going great i am off to a great start i haven't had any single problems in 2016 thus far i'm remaining positive the power of positivity is great i'm enjoying my saltwater tank i finally have some fish In my 120-gallon saltwater display, I'm hosting some great shows here in 2016. And in 2016, we saw the creation of Saturday Live with Dallas Cardinelli, a show that I am enjoying to host. I think it's a great show. I really enjoy it. And also in 2016, so far, I'm loving the WWE. So, so far, so good for me in 2016, and I hope that 2016 will remain a great year for me personally. All right, so you guys can call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two 989 8142 to answer those three questions. We're going to get to our first segment right here, right now on Saturday Live with Salas Cardinelli.
3: This Saturday in History. Learn about some historic events that took place on this Saturday. Alex tells us what happened on this day.
2: Today is Saturday, February 6th, the 37th day of 2016. There are 329 days left in the year. Today's highlight in history. On February 6th, 1911, Ronald Wilson Regan, the 40th President of the United States, was born in Topaco, Illinois. On this date, in 1778, the United States won official recognition from France with the signing of a treaty of alliance in Paris. In 1788, Massachusetts became the sixth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. In 1899, a peace treaty between the United States and Spain was ratified by the U.S. Senate. In 1933, the 20th Amendment to the Constitution, the so-called Lame Duck Amendment, was proclaimed in effect by Secretary of State Henry Stimson. In 1991, comedian and television performer Danny Thomas died in Los Angeles at age 79. 10 years ago, President George W. Bush submitted a 2.77 trillion budget blueprint for Fiscal 2007. Five years ago, the Green Bay Packers won Super Bowl 45, defeating the Pittsburgh Steelers 31-25. New England Patriots quarterback Tom Brady became the first anonymous choice for the Associated Press NFL Most Valuable Player Award. One year ago, NBC News said it has signed the head of its own investigation unit to look into statements that anchor Brian Williams made about his reporting a dozen years earlier when he was said he was in a helicopter hit by a rocket propelled grenade in Iraq in 2003. Today's birthdays. Actor Mike Farrell is 77. Former NBC News anchorman Tom Brokaw is 76. Rock singer Alex Rose, Guns N' Roses, is 54. Good Morning America co-host Amy Roback is 43. Actor Brandon Hammond is 32. I would like to wish everybody who is celebrating a birthday today, a very happy birthday. So all my listeners who have a birthday on February 6th, happy birthday. I would like to say happy birthday to my friend, Jeremy Stellhorn's sister. Happy birthday. The thought for today, life is just one grand sweet song. So start the music from president ronald reagan who was born today on 1911 and died in 2004 and that is saturday february 6th in history
3: are you ready for a fun
5: interview here live on Saturday live with Alex Cardinali who is going to be our special guest What will they have to promote? It's time for our special guest, Spotlight. Let's get to the fun interview.
2: Now, as you may recall, our scheduled guests for tonight were Melissa and Nathan Franklin, who were going to share their story of inspiration and motivation after Nathan suffered a serious injury two years ago. However, this week Nathan had a surgery and he is still in pain. So we decided it would be best to move the interview to our next Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli, which will be on Saturday, February 20th, 2016. So in two weeks from now, I will have the opportunity to interview. Melissa and Nathan Franklin, my thoughts and prayers are with Nathan for a speedy recovery. And I know that my listeners' thoughts and prayers are also with Nathan for a very, very speedy recovery. So tonight, I have a very special guest that I am going to interview. First, I should let you all know that he is a loyal listener and a fan of American Variety Network. He listens to every single episode of mine, even while working. He is a podcast lover. I know many of you, my listeners, probably won't care. But he truly is one of my only friends that I can trust. He has helped me in times of need, and he's always listening to me with open ears in times I need to rant. I have a lot of respect for this man. We're going to have a very fun chat, and it's going to to be fun to chat with him on the show today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Jeremy Stellhorn. How are you doing today, my friend?
1: Pretty good, Alex.
2: How are you? I'm doing great. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Are you ready for a big Super Weekend, and Super Bowl weekend? That I am. I've
1: got the hot wings of getting ready to be thawed out, to be cooked, and... Getting everything kind of ready, maybe do some Smokies with some bacon and some brown sugar. Should be a nice, good game and get to sit down and eat a little bit.
2: Awesome, I agree. I can't wait to have uh, chicken wings with the Super Bowl. So, who do you think is going to win this year's Super Bowl?
1: I would love to see the Broncos win. I'm a big fan of Wade Phillips and DeMarcus Ware, former Cowboys, who are my team. I love the Cowboys. But, unfortunately, I think Carolina is just going to kind of put it down on them. Seeing Manning win his second Super Bowl would have been nice, but I don't think it's going to happen.
2: You know, I agree with you. I'm going with the Carolina Panthers. you like my other friend. He's going for the Broncos, too, but I think the Panthers are going to win.
1: Yep. Hopefully me and Jeff prevail, but we'll see what happens.
3: Yeah, <laughs> who knows?
2: <laughs> so what is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl, the snacks or the commercials?
1: A little bit of bowls, I think. It's, you get to have family over and sit back and relax and have a good time with your family, and then, you know, you get to see some funny commercials, some good commercials, and then, you know, Becky's a wonderful cook, so I get some amazing food. So you can't beat
6: it.
2: That's definitely true. I think I prefer the the snacks. I'm not a big commercial guy, but I do look like some of the commercials that they make this time of year. So I can't wait to see both of them. Yep.
1: So, so um, some of them are funny. I'm from St. Louis, so we always like the St. Louis area. So we all like the you know Anheuser Busch Clydesdale, and stuff. That's always good. We get to go see them down at Grant's Farm, and it's up when you do a brewery tour. It's really neat. So if you ever get down this way, I highly recommend that. So it's always neat to see the commercials they do with them.
2: Yeah, that's very true. So how's your, 20, how's your 2016 going so far?
1: So far, so good. Busy as usual, you know, kind of staying busy. I've got family work and union stuff that I do, so unfortunately it keeps me running. But... So far, so good. No major disasters and living healthy and doing all kinds of other good stuff, so kind of excited. My little guy's loving it. We get to spend our weekends together. I work during the evening, so I don't get to see him with school time. But so far, so good. Pretty soon, the Botanical Gardens in St. Louis is going to have their orchid show, which I raise orchids, and I love to see some of the orchids that they have there. They have some amazing stuff, so that's always One of the big things we look forward to this time of year, the beginning of the year, the end of February, they open it up. Oh, that's very nice. Nothing overly exciting.
2: Yeah, not yet, anyway, since the beginning of the year, we've got a whole while to go.
1: (laughs) Our big excitement is, is waiting for the puffer fish. We're trying to get puffer fish for my son. we got the snails going, and... We're waiting to get a couple dwarf puffers, but unfortunately right now in our area, all three of those major stores around here are sold out, so we have a little wait going.
2: Oh, you're going to love puffer fish. I have a yellow belly dog face puffer in my saltwater tank. I think you're going to love them.
1: I know. I've seen it. It's awesome, Alex. I love your new tank. I love your new fish. It's great. I don't know if I'm ready to make the jump to the saltwater anytime soon but my son would love a clownfish and a dory so he would be excited for it he would love to come over and see what you have he would be in heaven and we <laughs> go to the fish where it's the first place he runs
2: that's cool you guys are welcome down here anytime
1: <laughs> i'll have to remember that vacation <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what are some of your favorite hobbies
1: well, I love the fish hobby. I've been doing it for maybe four years, five years now. I really enjoy sitting back and watching. It kind of helps to relax. My son's autistic, so um, when we found out that you know it helps with kids with autism with the um, with having the fish and stuff, it helps them relax and to focus. We ended up starting with a few goldfish and have gone, you know, into the more of the tropical fish side. So it's kind of neat. We. I love doing that. I love old cars. I have a 69 Cougar, which I really enjoyed. Um, I like, you know, the four-wheel drive trucks, stuff like that. I enjoy, you know, the car shows. I fish. I like to go and do, like, walking through the woods and find, like, antlers and different stuff. You know, kind of stuff like that. I raise orchids, raise carnivorous plants. So I got a little bit of a wide variety there. I'm kind of a... Podcast, you know, nut. I listen to podcasts basically 10 hours a day, so <laughs> kind of a mixture of everything.
2: Yeah, that's true. I'm honored to be one of the podcasts you listen to every day.
1: I'm glad I found you. It's fun. I found a friend out of it, and it gives me something entertaining to listen to because basically, if I'm working around the house or doing whatever or driving, to work for a couple hours, it's about an hour each way, I got a podcast on, something to listen to, that's not news or the same three songs over and over again, a lot of the news isn't very good, and to be all honest with you, some of the songs they just play like three songs, it seems like on the radio over and over again, so it's something different, you can always learn something as you go, Alex, you have some very good educational shows, and with your tragedy hours, your fish shows, and different, your cooking shows, so it's definitely something that I enjoy. I get to learn something and use my brain for good.
3: <laughs>
2: very well. Said. I definitely agree with you on that. huh? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I I say that I was saying that uh I agree with you on that very true. Yep. So I know it you live in Illinois, right?
1: Yeah, I live in Redbud, Illinois. We're about an hour south of Saint Louis.
2: Oh, very nice. So what is it like to live in Illinois?
1: I'm down in southern Illinois, so it's basically, I'm in a town of 3,000 people. It's basically a lot of farmland, a lot of small towns, real, you know, good, quiet folks. We live in a little pretty town that's, you know, kind of community together. I have fishing. I've got, you know, bluffs you can climb. I can go out and... Boat on the river. I can pretty much do whatever you want. You hunt. You be in shooting sports or whatever. We got the big sports complex by us. Um, pretty much whatever you want to do, we kind of have it there. We're an hour away from a big city. If you like to do the zoo or whatnot, but then we're in an area that really has no crime or anything. So, best of both worlds. We have all the major stuff within an hour, and we don't have a lot of the major issues that the big cities have. So, you know. Illinois is, you know, kind of a broke state, kind of a corrupt state for the government-wise. So I work for the state, so, you know, that part isn't always the best, but it's a good deal, you know. So just kind of waiting to see what they do with our retirements and stuff on that part of it. But the actual state of Illinois is beautiful. Anything you kind of want to do if you're into the outdoors, you have it close to me. Well, wow,
2: that's good to hear. It's also good to hear that your crime rates are extremely low. Where are am Matt. crime is really high up here in Mass.
1: Yeah. Before Becky got sick, we used to um, not worry about locking our doors. We, you know, now that now we don't really have to, but we end up being more, con- you know, more concerned about it. We used to never have to lock our doors. I can say the first ten years I lived in my house, I never locked my doors. Now I do. But it's yeah. a really quiet little town. Up everybody kind of knows each other. And, I mean, it's it's really cool to be in a small town. Like, um, when my before my wife got sick, he, um you know, or when my wife got sick, everybody kind of rallied around and people were really good and made sure that Brody was helped take care of, that we were taken care of, and kind of, you know, the town just really kind of, sticks by you and some of the issues you know some of the things that she has go on you know everybody's real patient with us and you know we don't move the fastest and you know so we really got a great town and a great cast of people around us that kind you know it's great to be in a small town where people care i love that fact about it you know the city has so much to offer but you just it's hard to leave all the small-town people and the good people that live by you, know, great neighbors, great friends. It's really kind of almost like a Mayberry setting. I mean, no place is perfect <laughs> like
2: Mayberry, but
1: it's really a nice deal like that.
2: That's good. I was going to say that if you uh, left your doors unlocked here in Mass, chances are someone would break in and steal stuff.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it probably you know it probably helps with you have a modest living that, but yes I understand they're gonna grab stuff, but yeah that's kind of the way some of the areas in St Louis and stuff are you got to be prepared and even here some of the bigger town people have been coming down and breaking into a few of the outer town places because it takes a while for police to get there. You know, because they're out in the country. But I live in town, so we're all next to each other. We have neighbors. We have really cool neighbors.
2: Well, that's good. So uh, what do you have for pets currently?
1: I have two dachshunds, and then I have quite a few fish. I have Duke and Hazard. They're they're red dachshunds. They're a blast. They keep me, you know, busy. They're fun. They're old, so they're, you know, they're 15 and 12. They're not as active as they used to be, but... They love to naps, kind of like me. It's a good deal.
2: (laughs) That's cool. My aunt Cheryl has a a dachshund. She loves it.
1: Yeah. When Becky wanted a mini dachshund, I'm 6'5", I'm 300-something pounds, and I was walking this little bitty tiny nine-pound dachshund, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, no. I was raised with (laughs) Dobermans and stuff like that, so we always had big dogs. And so it was quite the little change to be out there with that little bitty tiny leash walking a dog out to go potty. But I got used to it, and they kind of grow on you. They kind of, you know, they turn into like your kids.
2: Yeah, that's true. I have to agree with you. I like small dogs, too. I have a Lopsu lopsu right now, and soon I'm going to get a beagle.
1: Awesome, yeah. My neighbor has a beagle. He named him Bull, so we got Bull out there, and he likes to wake us up with his, Little, like, Beagle Yelp. Every time he sees my dogs, he lets us know we're there. Or if he sees you and you don't pet him, he lets you know he's there. He's a really (laughs) nice dog. He loves to play fetch, loves to chase rabbits.
2: That's cool. So who do you feel should become the president of the United States this year?
1: I don't know. I kind of don't have a real favorite, but I haven't really done a lot of the looking into it you know if i had to pick like right off an owl what's going on and they're pretty much total opposites but the two people that i think that are probably more right in the middle there are the ted cruz which i know a lot of people are kind of against him because he's more of a hard-nosed conservative and then bernie sanders who's the exact opposite who's a democratic socialist but those are probably the two that i think that I would probably be most inclined to vote for, depending on what happens. Because, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm just a working guy and do the union and different stuff like that. And family values, you know, kind of good old American red, white, and blue kind of stuff is where I'm at. And those guys kind of feature a little bit of both in in them. One is more of like the Christian conservative and the other one is more for the working man. So, you know, it's kind of, a toss-up of that.
2: Very true. I think I'm going to go with Bernie Sanders as my vote.
1: Yep. He has a lot of good ideas. It's just some of it with the taxes, is I, the tax rate to pay for a lot of the stuff. And, you know, I know a military is a crazy expensive thing. And, you know, by defunding military, you put your nation at risk with a lot of the bombings. That's my only big downfall on him is how much we're going to have to pay in taxes and then defunding the military so but i need to study up more on my politics you know which what everybody believes i'm getting most of my information from facebook posts at the moment i figure once they kind of get settled in and people we get closer to doing our votes you know to see who we want then i'll be more you know read more stuff on them and read their voting records and stuff by then and See which one I'm more inclined to vote for.
2: Very good point. So looking back, looking back at your life now, what is one thing you would have done differently?
1: I had the opportunity as right out of high school to become an apprentice union electrician, and I was nervous about doing it because I didn't know as much as what I thought I should. So I probably would have done that if, to start off with. But, you know, all in all, everybody's made everybody makes mistakes that we kind of regret, but I have a pretty good life, you know. I mean, I can't complain. It's not perfect, but we make by and we do good. So I think I would have kept in touch with more friends, you know, told some of my family that passed away that I love them more often and kind of, you know, spent more time with, like, my Uncle Roger, my Uncle Doug, the guy who, died, who passed on, and, you know, my grandma and my my grandmas. I never really knew my grandpas, but been able to spend more time with my grandmas, and then been a little more
2: tight with money when I was younger.
1: Those are the main ones.
2: That's very good. I, I agree with you on spending time with your uh, deceased loved ones. That's what I would do as well. Now I know. Yeah, that's you can't we have get them back. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately, you can't. But I know that when we chatted before, you have mentioned that you like cars, which is pretty cool. I do, yeah. So, so what are some of the cars that you have had, and what are your favorite?
1: My favorite of all time are the classic, like the 67 to 70 Cougars. I love the Cougar Eliminator. I have a 69 Cougar XR7. Um, I really enjoy that. It's a 351 Windsor 4-barrel. It's a neat little car. That was one of my first cars. I've had a modified 5.0 Thunderbird, which was an 84 Thunderbird Elan, which was all hopped up. It did like 12.5 at the track for a quarter mile. It was a lot of fun. That was a quick car. Um, Those are the two main ones, Then we've had some neat ones. Like my wife loved her little Avenger. She would say that was her favorite car. I looked kind of funny getting in and out of it. You know, I'm 350 pounds, six foot five, climbing in and out of these little cars. And then I've had a couple F-150s and a 1984 Bronco on the truck side, which I really loved.
2: Ah, very nice. So you're quite the driver then.
1: Yeah, I've
2: had my fair
1: share. Growing up, <laughs> we'd buy an older one, fix it up a little bit, and then sell it or, you know, whatever.
2: Very good. Now I know that you are a fish keeper, so you have an aquarium. What kind of fishes do you enjoy and why?
3: Um
1: right now I'm really, really loving my um German blue rams and I got a golden ram. I really enjoy my rams. I had a pistos. I had three wild crawder pistos, while I had those I really enjoyed them. Um we have an apples now, which is really cool. I kind of like that. When I first got into the hobby, I really loved the mollies and, you know, watching the little babies. But unfortunately, they breed way faster than what we could. We had a <laughs> Pictus catfish. They were really cool. I liked him. The glass cats I love. They just aren't as active as you'd like them to be. We have um, we had an electric blue. He was real pretty. And then the Pleco's kind of neat watching him get to be big. And then the swordtails, those are always cool. We like our swordtails and swordtail babies. That's pretty much what we keep that I'm thinking offhand. We got the swordtail, and we got a Grammy. He's our one to keep the mollies and the swordtails on line. He keeps the little babies eating up real nice. And I love my Bolivian Ram. He kind of likes to strut his stuff. He's one of the tank bosses. <laughs> But we're like I said, we're hoping to get the puffers. I'm really excited about seeing them in the ten gallon in the kitchen. So Becky and Brody like that, and they say they kind of have the personality of the Oscars. So they'll be all cute and sassy, and really, you know, really interact with Becky and Brody when they come to the tank. So I'm excited to I'm excited for that too.
2: Very nice. So what are some of your favorite super role memories?
1: As a Cowboys fan, you know, the 90s when the Cowboys were winning was really, really neat. I always enjoyed them. Um, My family, I come from, like I said before, in the Thanksgiving podcast, I come from a huge family. So, you know, we all would get together at one of my uncle's houses and watch the game and just kind of get all into it. You know, the Cowboys haven't been that good for the last 20 years, so we really (laughs) haven't had any Super Bowl fun here lately, but... You know, when everybody was winning, and my Uncle Doug, when he was alive, he was a giant Cowboys fan, you know. We used to go to different places around here and watch the games. It was really neat when they were like St. Louis, Indianapolis, Chicago, to watch games. And that was always fun as a kid, getting to see the different stadiums and just kind of do different stuff like that. But for Super Bowls, it was that. And then, you know, just some of the fun parties that we've had for Super Bowl parties and getting to enjoy – you know, watching it with your friends and when, you know, the team that they thought was going to win doesn't. It's kind of fun when they were all cocky about it. So, you know, to give them some grief. Those are my favorite ones, is spending time with the family and watching the Cowboys win them. You know, watching Troy and Emmett and stuff. That was always a good time for Cowboys football.
2: Very and true. And Super
1: Bowl for us.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I haven't seen my team in the Super Bowl for quite a few years too. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, that's
1: true. We went to my friend Tracy's house to watch when they were in last. We had a good time. You would we did bets on the game and stuff like that. And then her dad had prizes for anybody who guessed it right. I think I won like $20 for getting the score right.
2: Oh, that very nice. That was a nice. fun
1: Super Bowl party.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, Wolf, I must have bit something. I'm thinking about turning it to a Carolina Panthers fan. <laughs> yeah.
1: Cam Newton's a heck of a player. If he stays healthy, he, he would be a blast to watch. That's true. And they have quite talent on both sides of the ball, but it seems like after they win the Super Bowl, it kind of seems like the teams get a little bit picked over in free agency when they start to come open with the uh, – I know the cap space is going up, but with cap space, everybody wants to get a contract in. That second contract, they kind of move on and get their money.
2: That's definitely a, a very good point. So what are some jobs that you have had, and wh- which one was your favorite?
1: Um, my favorite was either construction or when I worked at the bakery. I've done a lot oh, nice. of construction. I've done bakery, and then now I currently to custodial for the state of Illinois at Southwestern Illinois College. So that's probably the best job I've had. It's, you know, it's a good paying job, good insurance. They take good care of us, good bosses, you know, good benefits. My wife was sick and the insurance took care of everything. I think out of, you know, close to close to almost $800,000, I think I had to pay $80 out on my insurance just when she was in rehabbing in the hospitals for when she got a brain infection so she was gone for six months and they did that so I mean they were really good with me and I never had to worry about anything so for my bosses and everything in this and then just you know not being as young as I used to be it's a good job that you can do for years and not have to worry about it steady work don't have to worry about being laid off it's a good deal
2: that's very true so I'm glad to hear that you worked at a bakery. What was your role at the bakery?
1: Um, I fried the donuts. I used to do the bear claws and the buttermilk. And then we would do, like, all the, um, like, the twist donuts and different stuff like that. We'd make the donuts, and then I glazed. We packed, filled the jelly donuts and stuff like that after we got done frying. Just kind of a little bit of everything. It was a small family bakery, bakery, Annie's Bakery in Waterloo, Illinois, if you ever get down that way. It's the best donuts and best um, peanut butter cakes and stuff like that around. Try them out. They're definitely worth the stop.
2: Very good. So my last question for you is, what is your favorite vacation?
1: My favorite vacation? So I have a couple of them. My favorite vacations, like as a kid, was going to the drag races in Indianapolis and going to the races in Indianapolis and going to the football games with my uncles and stuff like that. Um, I have an aunt that lives in Princeton, West Virginia, which is up on top of the mountains. She has a beautiful cabin with a bunch of acreage up there. It is the most beautiful place on earth, I think. you got wild turkey and deer. She has a hundred-and-something-year-old log cabin. It was one of the original settlers for west virginia's cabin at one time it was a one-room cabin that was built onto and stuff like that it's just absolutely amazing you can sit up there we used to go fishing in the their um streams and stuff like that when uncle roger was alive it just it's almost like heaven i mean like you know when they got the big snow here recently and stuff and she says she's been snowed in for like two weeks up there in the mountains So I don't know if I'd want to do a full winter up there on top of the mountains, going straight down with some of the icy roads and stuff. But in summer, it's absolute heaven. We went from St. Louis to the West Virginia State Fair one year, and it was like 105 here with humidity. And it was like 82 in West Virginia for the State Fair. They're all like, we're roasting. It's 82. It's hot. And we're walking around just, you know, as happy as can be. No humidity, just 82 degrees. It was wonderful. So, you know, I really, really like West Virginia. Um, Wilmington Beach in North Carolina, we went and visited family down there. That was fun. For my senior year after I graduated, we went and did that. That was a good one. We got to watch a movie being filmed. I don't remember what it was called, but that was really neat to watch an actual movie being filmed. I've never seen that before. And then we went to Cancun, Mexico, which was another fun vacation. Um, we went with my friends Alan and Katie from Worcester, Ohio. That was a blast. So those are some of my favorite, but we did a lot to West Virginia. and We did a lot to, uh, in the you know, some of the Southern states, like we did the World's Fair in Atlanta back when I was young. Those things are kind of things that that stick to you. It was kind of neat and you remember. And my, like I said, my dad's not as young as he used to be. So anytime we can get away, I think this year we're going to go to, um, Springfield, just Springfield, Illinois, and do some of the Amish communities and do some of the Lincoln stuff and maybe do the State Fair up there. Just kind of neat stuff to see and just get around and spend time with family while you have them.
2: That's very good. I'm glad to hear that you, you experienced a lot of uh, different places.
1: So, what's your favorite vacation, Alex?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I probably would say uh, Connecticut when I went to Mystic Aquarium. I've been to a lot Uh of places, but the uh, Mystic Aquarium was pretty good. Um, When I went to Florida to to Raymond James Stadium, that was uh, pretty good as well. And the Cape Cod, Cape Cod is one of my favorite places to go. I usually go every summer, but I didn't get to go last year. I'm going to go this year to Cape Cod again. That's pretty fun.
1: That sounds awesome, Alex. Do you have a
2: favorite car?
1: Are you kind of a car guy, or are you just kind of, as long as it gets me there, I'm good?
2: Actually, I don't have a car yet. I don't have my license yet, so I will be getting a car, and I'll be getting a pickup truck. I like to pick up trucks.
1: I do, too. It sits up higher. Do you have, like,
2: a dream car, like,
1: you know, like an older Mustang or... A newer Mustang or Camaro or something like that—something that's kind of your dream deal. Definitely or a, a red Mustang. truck.
2: A red Mustang is my dream car.
1: Yeah, my dream car is either the a '66 Shelby or the '69 or '70 Cougar Eliminator. That's what I first fell in love with when I was like 13 years old. I fell in love with the Cougar Eliminator. I saw it in one of the Muscle Car reviews. It was orange with white stripes. I like the grabber blue a little better, but it was just it was amazing and then, you know, back then the cars weren't nearly as expensive as they are now for being classic. But, you know, you could pick up an old Tuger or whatever for nine hundred or a thousand dollars. It wasn't a eliminator, but they had the same body style and stuff like that. So you know, now it's totally different. They want six or seven thousand for something that's not in very good shape, so a little bit, yeah, you know, true. I have one that's waiting to be restored, but it's a little bit out of my price range so to go out and buy one now. That's true. But well, I had a lot of fun yeah, with this interview. Definitely. I totally enjoyed it, Alex. Thank you for having me.
2: You're welcome, and thank you so much for filling in the guest spot. You did a great job. This was a very, very fun chat. I had a blast.
1: Can I give a shout out to Nathan and Melissa, and tell Nathan that I hope he heals well, and I can't wait to hear their interview. Since yes, I know he may. has surgery, he'll be healing fast. My prayers. Yeah, are my warm. thoughts and
2: prayers are with them.
1: Great people, Alex.
2: They they are, and I can't wait to interview them next week. It's going to be great.
1: Awesome! I'm excited. Hope everybody tunes
2: in for that one.
1: All right, you have a good night, Alex.
2: You too, and have a great Super Bowl. Uh, I hope you uh, enjoy the Super Bowl.
1: I'm hoping I do too. Hopefully I see DeMarcus Ware walking around with a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> All right. You have a good one, Alex. Good luck for your team too, buddy. Enjoy your holiday. All right, thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Right, bye-bye. And that was my guest, Jeremy Stellhorn. Special thank you to Jeremy for filling in for our guest spot tonight. And that was our guest spotlight. Isn't Jeremy a wonderful guy? I'd like to say thank you to Jeremy for filling our guest spot this week because I didn't think that I was going to have a guest. For this week's episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. But Jeremy did a great interview, and I was glad to have him on our show tonight. All right, guys. Are you ready for a good laugh? Because coming up right now, it's time to laugh our asses off.
3: (laughs) It's time for us to laugh our asses off here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinali. Be prepared to laugh at this funny clips and jokes.
2: So I'm going to go ahead and play three wonderful funny clips for you guys to hear, and then we're going to chat football. But the clips I'm going to play are the funny moments of Larry David from Curb Your Enthusiasm and two comedy jokes that I found on a comedy website.
5: I'm going to call him. Fucking asshole. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps>
3: oh. Oh. What? He
5: screened my call.
3: How do you always screen your call? I saw
5: him on the binoculars. He screened the call. You know, I always thought people were doing that when I called them. This just confirms it. So he taught me a lesson. I was going to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I almost did. And then something said, no, don't, don't. It's not for you. That's not my thing. That was a complete utter waste oh, of time. What a waste of time. Why did we even
1: stay the whole time? I don't even know. Oh, Sandy Goodman. Listen, just don't go nuts. All right? I know you want to say something, but don't. I'll do talk to this- you tomorrow.
7: OK. Hey. Hey, Larry, I'm glad you made it.
3: Yeah. Did you enjoy the game?
7: Well,
5: you told the head of NBC to go fuck himself? Yeah, I did. The guy says he's going to fix me up with taking... He puts me up in the rafters, the worst seat. Oh, I was so crazy. Fun. And then I caught the asshole screening my call. Okay. So you crap on the head of the network? What are you doing? He's apoplectic.
7: Apoplectic, Larry. What I find interesting, in fact, fascinating, is that you would go back to a restaurant where you and I had a meal for the sheer purpose of harassing a waiter for the most insignificant incident I'm sure that's ever happened in this man's life. We
5: split a check. And, and he doesn't want
7: to coordinate the tip. Why so should co- I? Why should do I I do you? You tip. got
5: with a friend. You tip in concert. Why are we in concert? There's no what? concert. No, two <laughs> different people. Two different tips. The tip is a solo, Larry. No, it's not not. You. Yeah, it's it's a con- thank you. Thank no. you. Solo. No,
7: tip is a solo. What is the big secret? He's got a big secret. What is the big? You're digging into my personal thing. Fa- I want you-, you. I got to know what my taxes are? You want to know what I pay for my no. house? I just think it's the right thing to do. That's That's all. There's no right and wrong to it. In fact, you're wrong and I'm right. Coma, fucking handicap,
5: any of that shit. I don't think you fucking bring it. I, I'm telling you, I bring it. I know when I bring it, and I know when I don't bring it, and I brought it. You did your fucking thing. Yes. You did a dizzle on her, right? I did what? The dizzle. The dizzle? You did a, you did your dizzle on her, right? Yeah, I did my dizzle. That means you did yeah. your fucking thing, right? Whatever. You know we fucking yes. Ass, right? yes.
7: Bring the fucking ruckus to that ass,
5: Larry. Oh, <laughs> oh, why? You, I suppose you think you could have gotten a response. You goddamn right, Larry. Bullshit. Oh, they had a ass tap yesterday. No, don't. Here, take it. Take it. I don't want it. Don't uh, pick up that pie. Put the pie down. I'm not taking a bite. I don't want a bite. Take this fucking piece of pie and get it out of my face. Put the fucking pie don't down. Don't put that pie down. Do not put that pie down. God damn it. You know something? I heard that Rosie O'Donnell beat the crap out of you. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, that's what bullshit. That's No, I ain't fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, that's Rosie bullshit. beat the bullshit. crap out of you. Bullshit. You big sissy, yeah, She's she saying that? Is that what she's saying? Get this thing away from me. Thank you very much, Rosie O'Donnell. That's bullshit, by the way. She got me down. Yeah, okay, I admit that. She got me down. And I could have I could have reversed it, but it was stopped. People interfered. That's all. That's the only thing that happened. How dare you go around spreading that rumor? Why are you fighting women? She started it. By the but way. But doesn't mean you're not an asshole when it comes to checks at restaurants. Let me tell you something. That was my check, okay? I invited you. You were my guest. It was my pleasure. Bullshit. It was my, my pleasure. My Paris. pleasure. Rosie. It was my, my pleasure. pleasure. And who, no, no, no. listen, who got yeah. the bill? Yeah. I got
7: the bill at the end. Bottom line, yeah. and you want to know something? You know what I'm doing next week?
5: You know what I'm doing next yeah. week? I'm renting a yacht, and I'm calling all our friends, and we're taking a yacht to Catalina, and really? you're coming. Yes. And I'm putting yes. the whole freaking really? bill. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? I'm calling your family. I'm flying them out here first class on a jet, putting them up in a hotel, taking them out to dinner. Really? And oh, yeah.
3: really?
5: Yeah. 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 How about I'm this? Doing. Hey, Norm, drop a ball. Ah, you've been looking for twenty minutes. Just drop a ball. I haven't
0: been looking for twenty minutes. You can't hold
5: up the whole course like this. Let us play through. You don't play through. Out of the question. It's not right. It's very inconsiderate.
7: I'm not inconsiderate. You're inconsiderate. You're inconsiderate. No, no, you're you inconsiderate.
0: You want to do me a favor? Yeah, yeah.
7: You shove it up your ass. Are you happy, you had the onions? Huh? Yeah, you'll, you'll I glad you have the Let's go. Don't get angry at me, because 'cause you're
3: angry
7: at No, we'll come get back off. tomorrow. I come here to relax, to have a good time. Crispy onions, they have to be
5: crispy. I can't eat breakfast unless I have crispy onions. As your wife. Fuck you, Norm.
1: I'm not a swan killer. Okay.
5: Hey, let me remind you of something, asshole. You're talking way too loud about swan killing. In the dining room. Why is that so hard to understand? How many rules are you gonna break, okay? You're not supposed to have your phone on. It's always ringing. You killed a swan. You killed a down. swan. Stop! Stop! The two, you better keep your goddamn trap shut about this swan.
7: Or what, Larry? Are you threatening me? Yeah. What are you gonna do? What will you do to me, Larry? What will what I can do? What will you do to me? I'll
5: open that closet door, okay? And take every one of those hats. And destroy them The blue hat. The orange hat. The one with the cockle shells. The one with the feathers. And let's not forget the red one you're making for that asshole stonemason. You stop. You okay. will not take those hats. So I will destroy them. I, I will. On will on not. You not. Keep, you keep your out. goddamn mouth shut. Right, keep shut. See where else keep your shut. mouth shut. I'm not going to ruin a hat. Don't and worry. you. Larry, how dare I'm you sorry. say okay. something. Larry, I'm not going to tell anybody. Don't worry. Well, how could I pay for the pants? If you lost my pants, that doesn't seem fair. I mean, first of all, we didn't lose them, they're gone. Oh, there's a difference between lost yeah, and gone? Lost is different than they're gone. They're lost and they're gone. If they're lost, they'd be yep. here in the lost, and found. They're gone, and that's a difference. No, so if they were lost, they wouldn't be there. They'd be lost, which they are. Okay, we have a sign in the fitting room that says that we're not responsible for any lost items. Oh, so good not for re- you. I got a sign in my house, okay? It says, if somebody takes your pants, you take theirs. That's my sign. That's a stupid made-up sign. That doesn't exist. Nobody right. has a sign like that. Of course, I don't have a sign like that. I just made it up for the purposes of this discussion. It's obvious I made it up. That's so obvious. I don't know what you believe. You might believe these things you say. So, you might believe that I put up a sign in my bedroom that says, if you take my pants, I take yours? So, it's not that unfathomable. Okay. You have to replace my pants. I'm not going to pay for these pants. No, because you're going to walk around with a security tag on that and someone's going to arrest you or something. I, I don't know. It's mind like a scarlet letter. I'm happy to wear the scarlet letter. Call me Hester. Dennis. After a few
3: glasses of wine, um, you know, Virginia went to the bathroom and he asked me if I was interested in a menage a trois. I mean, I was, sorry, I, mean, I was a little flattered. I just thought you'd find it funny.
5: Funny? That's funny. That's funny? I don't find that funny at all. Who does he think he is? First of all, you're my ex-wife, okay? Okay. You're going to have a menage with anybody. It's going to be with me, not with him. Why would I want to be in a menage with you? Well, you wouldn't, but if you're going to do it, I'd prefer that it would be with me, that's all.
8: Okay.
5: He was serious?
8: <laughs> yeah, he was serious.
5: Hey, Larry, what's up? You asked my wife to be the threesome? Wife? Yes. me an ex-wife? Whatever. No, <laughs> whatever, there's a difference. No, there is wife no ex- difference. You don't need to concern yourself with the difference, okay? All right, Fine. Right. <sighs> yes, I asked your ex-wife if she would like to be in a threesome with my current wife. What
6: wrong What's wrong with it you? To you? How could Larry? you do
5: something? Like it? What's it to me? Yeah. Because I I I have feelings for her and I don't need you to defile her, okay? <laughs> I would not be defiling her. You know, whatever two people do or three people do in the privacy of their own home. Yeah, is I've he- I've heard that bullshit. Listen, she's not interested in doing anything in the privacy of your home, okay? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, really. That remains to be seen. What does that mean, Larry? Just because Cheryl is curious doesn't mean you have any right to get mad at me. Okay? Chill out. Curious? Did you say curious? Do you respect Wood, Susie?
3: Uh, yes, I do respect Wood. Why?
5: You've demonstrated a consistent
3: lack of respect
5: for Wood, as I said. I don't know what you're getting at. I don't know what this is about. I'll tell you what I'm getting at. I see a ring stain on your table. Yeah. I remember you standing over Julia's antique table with a drink. Yeah. Okay? Therefore? I'm putting two and two together. I think you left that ring stain on Julia's table. So don't tell me you respect wood. Oh, I respect wood, Larry. I respect
3: wood so much that if I had a piece of wood in my hand right now, I'd beat the shit out of you with it, okay? Mm. Get the fuck out of here, all right?
5: Okay. This took my $20. Are you kidding? He took the fucking money out of here? You were not say shit? What, do you think I was tipping him? Is he insane? Do you watch Wizards of Waverly Place? All right, that's it. That's it. No, I don't watch Wizards of Waverly Place.
9: Sometimes curfew was so bad in the country, black people weren't allowed unsupervised into the city centers. Uh, So then what my mom would do is um, she would hire a friend of hers Uh, to walk with me in the streets and uh, her friend was my skin color or a bit lighter and then she would walk and act like she was my mom and then my mom would walk behind us and act like she worked for her friend and then that's how we could get around and circumvent this, you know Uh, so till this day I have pictures in my photo albums of me as a child with this woman who looks exactly like me just exactly standing there in the park and and in the back my mom just (laughs) bombing all the pictures, you know and this is how I grew up, this is, this is how I lived. Some people get sad when I tell them the story. You know, Some people oh, that's so sad. That's so... It, wasn't, it wasn't particularly sad, to be honest with you. I, um, I knew no other life, this was a good life. My parents treated me well, we, we lived well together. You know, I didn't get to see my dad all the time, but I did get to see him, which was still a plus. I knew of him. In fact, I thought that was normal. I, I just thought dads walked on the other side of the road. I, you know? <laughs> I, I would even judge other people. I'd be like, why, why is your dad always here? Oh, <laughs> so clingy. I knew no other world, you know, and, and my parents did a good job of sheltering me from the pain because there was a lot of pain in South Africa. But I guess because everybody was going through it together, the, the, it became more bearable. All black people were suffering. All black people were poor. So in effect, it's almost like no black people were poor, you know. When I grew up in the township, I, I, I lived with the black side of the family. We lived in Soweto, and, and even there, people treated me the same. They welcomed me into the community, even though I was the lightest thing for miles. You no know? uh, really, it was me and an albino from a few blocks away. <laughs> um, to the point where people would give directions, using me as a landmark. Maybe, <laughs> that, yeah, you see the light boy, you turn right there. Uh, no, at that, that corner, you'll see him. And, <laughs> Even in the family, everyone treated me the same. There were a few perks to being a bit lighter-skinned than everybody else. The one was that my grandmother never hit me. Um, Well, she did, but once, which is a great record to have in a black household. Um, uh, No, it's true. Black people can back me up on this. If if you've grown up your whole life and only got one beating from your grandmother, then you're winning. It's a wonderful record. Because for those who don't understand, in in African families, um, what happens a lot of times is your parents go to work, and the, the children stay with the grandparents, right? And so the grandparents are responsible for beating the children. Um, generally, the grandmother, they say men shouldn't hit children because men hit out of anger, but then women beat out of love. Uh, uh, I've never felt the difference, but this is what they say. And, and my grand hit me once and once only. And I don't even remember all the details because I, I don't hold a grudge. Um, but it was a Tuesday. And... <laughs> We had, we had been playing doctor-doctor, myself and my cousins, and during one of the, the operations uh, matches got stuck in my cousin's ear, <laughs> perforated her eardrum and she started bleeding. Right? No, oh, no, calm down. This is medicine. These things happen. <laughs> <laughs> So my grand comes home. She doesn't care about our stories. She cleans the blood as soon as everyone's okay. She starts, whips out the belt and starts whipping all of us. Bah, 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 bah. And then she's like, "Go to the room!" And we all had to go to the room. Not our rooms, just the room, because that's all we had it was the kitchen and the room. That's the house. <laughs> so I got the beating. We went to the room, and then, then that night, my mom comes home and finds my grandmother crying next to the coal stove, just sitting there in tears. Just, Ooh, and my mom's like, what's wrong, mama? What's wrong? My grand says, ooh, no so I can't hit your child ever, can you? That trouble of yours is so naughty, so naughty. But I can't hit him. My mom said, why not, mama? Why not? She's like, ooh, I hit him today for the first time, and he became blue and green and red and yellow. <laughs> ooh, I never saw those colors on a child before. I you must take your child you must... my mom's like no you must hit him, you must hit him. she's like oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to break him they're going to say I killed a white man take your child take your child I'll hit the black children they don't change they just become more black ah, yeah. and so she never hit me from that day she, she believes till this day that she's damaged me forever which, uh, which I appreciate I like it it's a nice bargaining chip to have I, you know and that, those were those, those the pros you know the, the, I guess the downside of being different was just that being different Thank you. Thank you very much for coming out, everybody. I hope we have a good time. Comedy is... is You you never know what will happen with comedy. I always get nervous when I start a comedy set. I find comedy is very similar to sex for me. Um, (laughs) What's exactly like sex when you think about it, you know? With uh, me, the comedian, playing the role of the man. And (laughs) you, the audience, the role of the woman. (laughs) Because it's my job to satisfy you. And you just have to sit there. I grew up in South Africa uh, during a time known as apartheid. You see, like even here in the audience, you've got like some people, like, I see there's some friends over there, the black woman with the white woman, you guys came together, and over there again, a black person, a white person, hanging out, it's very cool and stuff, but, but you see, if you did this in South Africa, then you'd be arrested, right? Well, they'd arrest the black people, they just ask you <laughs> what guys not to do it again, you know, it's, it's the white people, they'd be like, yeah, it's okay, everybody makes mistakes, it's okay. And, uh, and so this was awkward for me because, uh, because I grew up in a mixed family, you know? Um, well, with me being the mixed one in the family. My, uh, my, my mother's a black woman, Cossa woman, born in South Africa. Uh, my father's Swiss, from Switzerland, so he was a white man. And basically they go, well, is a white man, not was a white man, sorry. So it, it is, he hasn't changed. Well, it just was, sounds like through hard work and determination. He became black. You did it, Daddy. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, is a white man. Um, and so my parents got together during this time, which was against the law, but they didn't care. They were mavericks. They challenged the system. My mom was arrested on numerous occasions, and still she was like, Woo, I don't
7: care. I don't care. I want a white man." Woo you know,
9: My mom's crazy, and, and my dad, my dad was also like, "Well, you know how the Swiss love chocolate, you know." So he was just he was just in there, and. Uh, and so they got together and they had me, which, uh, which was illegal. So I was born a crime, which is, which is something they never thought through, I feel, because as a family, we couldn't live together. You know, like in the streets, my father had to walk on the other side of the road, you know, and he could just wave at me from far, like a creepy pedophile. Just, you know? <laughs> and then my mom could walk with me, but if the police showed up, she'd have to let go of my hand, drop me, and act like I wasn't hers. Every time, be like, woo! She'd be like, oh, I don't know, it's not mine, it's not mine. <laughs> It was horrible. I felt like a bag of weed.
2: Guys, are you ready? It's time for our fun discussion. Let's start by discussing Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl 50, Carolina Panthers versus Denver Broncos. Like I said earlier, I am picking the Carolina Panthers to win Super Bowl 50. I am slowly but surely turning into a Carolina Panthers fan. Sure, go ahead and call me a bandwagoner, but you can only watch the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lose year after year for so long. I always was a fan of Cam Newton. I just never publicly admitted it. Now, the Panthers were the best team in the NFL this season, hands down. Just the fact of how the Panthers manhandled the Cardinals in the NFC Championship game should be all of the proof you need. I believe this will be Peyton Manning's final game, and Cam Newton will send him home with the loss, and send him to the retirement home. You know, it's kind of hard to predict what the final score will be, but I think this will be a very close game. As much as I would love to see the Panthers destroy the Broncos like the Seahawks did two years ago, I see this being a well-thought-out victory for the Carolina Panthers. I'm predicting the Carolina Panthers to beat the Denver Broncos 28-21. to 21. So I really think the Panthers are going to win Super Bowl 50. And I think it's going to be Panthers 28, Broncos 21. Now let's talk about how the Panthers and Broncos made it to the Super Bowl. The Panthers made it to the Super Bowl by winning the NFC Divisional Round Playoffs. The Panthers defeated the Seahawks 31-24. And the Panthers won the NFC Championship by absolutely killing the Cardinals 49-15. Here's how the Denver Broncos made the Super Bowl. They won the AFC divisional playoff round by beating the Pittsburgh Steelers twenty three to sixteen and they won the AFC championship game by beating the New England Patriots twenty to eighteen. And that leads us to tomorrow night. Broncos and Patriots. Let's go or excuse me, Broncos and Panthers, not Patriots. So that will lead to the Super Bowl 50, the Broncos and Panthers. Let's go, Panthers. Woo! All right, just a reminder, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, live right here on American Variety Network, I will be hosting my very first Super Bowl halftime show. It's the Super Bowl 50 halftime show, live with Alice Cardinelli and Slashmaster1989. Slash Slash is going for the Broncos, and I'm going for the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to recap the entire first half live here tomorrow at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern for our very first halftime show. So, now that we have talked about football, one of the biggest aspects of the Super Bowl is the food itself, the snacks. And I am a chef, so I've got some wonderful snack ideas for all my listeners out there. Here is my Super Bowl 50 snack ideas. The first idea I have for you is caramel popcorn. I know a lot of us out there love popcorn, we love the saltiness of popcorn, but did you know that you can enrich that saltiness with the sweet flavor of caramel? So here's what you do, you microwave your popcorn as normal, then I want you to remove the popcorn from the microwave, take some craft caramel candies and melt them In a microwave once they reach the liquid consistency I want you to pour the caramel into a bowl where the popcorn has been placed make sure to put the popcorn in a bowl and stir that with a um, uh, spatula and you have caramel popcorn Let that sit for five minutes to set. I guarantee all of your house guests are going to love caramel popcorn at Super Bowl 50. You can also make a killer batch of chili. Chili is a great uh, little snack. You can serve that with crackers or bread. It will fill your guests, and and they will love it. You could do cheesy stuffed potato skins by taking potato skins and stuffing them with bacon and cheddar cheese and bake that in a preheated oven of 375 for about 45 minutes. You can do chips and dip, a very common Super Bowl snack idea. You could also do cheddar sticks with Dorito breading. Take some cheddar Sticks and bread them in egg, flour, and for your breadcrumbs, you're going to use crushed Doritos and fry them as you would fry mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks are also a good Super Bowl snack idea. Um, there's also chicken wings. There's a wide variety of flavors and sauces you can use for chicken wings. Um, Thinking off the top of my head right now, you can do honey barbecue, barbecue, chipotle, buffalo, mild buffalo, ranch, um, beer can, teriyaki. There's a wide variety of different kinds of chicken wings you can make. You can make pizzas. You can make brownies. You can make quesadillas. There's a lot of things that you can make. Here's one thing that I actually learned about last Saturday, and uh, I learned about it from the restaurant Friendly's, and it's a Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich. I have become addicted to it. I have it mostly every night as my dessert, so basically what you do... If you take any flavor Pop-Tart, I recommend strawberry or blueberry, you put one of the Pop-Tarts down on a plate, and you put ice cream right on top of that Pop-Tart. You take another Pop-Tart, and you sandwich it together, and bada-bang, you have your Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich. I think that you guys are going to like that. It's a great idea if you have kids coming over. I mean, if I was a kid, I would friggin' love a Pop-Tart ice cream sandwich. So there you have it, folks. Some awesome Super Bowl 50 snack ideas. Man, I cannot wait. For Super Bowl 50 I don't know about you But I'm ready for the game I'm ready to see the Panthers Whoop the Broncos ass And I'm ready to see all the new Interesting commercials And I'm ready for some Snacks Awesome Alright we're going to move into A couple of uh, Different topics For this show and then we're going to go ahead And take our quick intermission. You know, recently I have been thinking about uh getting my very own puppy. Currently, right now I have a Lopsu Wapsu who is about eight years old and I love him to death. His name is uh Boomer. But you know, I was actually on Facebook a couple days ago and I came across a page called We Love Beagles. And I just can't help, but I think beagles are one of the cutest dogs out on the market, and they're one of the cutest dogs in the world. And I think beagle pupsy, beagle puppies are actually adorable. So I actually want to get a beagle puppy, but I want to get a female one because I already have a uh, male dog already. And if I get a female beagle, I'm going to uh, name it Rose. But I'm having a hard time convincing uh, my mom to let me get another dog. But hopefully we can... uh, Work it out. And I actually plan on doing a show on Lopsuopsus and Beagles here on the American Variety Network. And I'd like to get a Beagle expert as a guest here on uh, Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli. But I, I have never introduced a, another dog to Boomer's House, so I'm not sure how it'll work. But I figured I would share that with all of you, my listeners. So if you have tips, for sharing or introducing two dogs uh together, please feel free to call in at one three four seven nine eight nine eight one four two to let me know. just thought I would uh share that with you on today's show All right now I've had this imagination that It really is not February already. My God, time flies by. But so far, 2016 is going great. I'm just amazed at how fast time flew by. You know, I actually watch a lot of TV, and there's a channel called ID Discovery that I really enjoy. Now, one of my favorite shows on ID Discovery is Web of Lies, and Web of Lies is about people who lie and they commit serious crimes. This past week's episode of Web of Lies, they had a woman, I think her name was Laura Spears or something, who killed her son, Garnet, by high levels of sodium when she placed a lot of salt. In his bag, she put that poor kid through torture. He was only five years old when he died. He went through many unneeded surgeries just for her to get attention on Facebook. It's people like her who are sick and they ruin the Internet. It really is sad. I was very sad hearing and seeing that on television. And I also like the TV show Real Detective with... uh, Joe Kenda, I think it's called. Um, there's a lot of shows on ID Discovery that I like. So if you are uh a crying person, if you like the crying shows, definitely subscribe to I D Discovery. Now Next Saturday, the American Variety Network and myself are going to be celebrating our 300th episode, and I am really excited about that. So join me next Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern for my 300th episode, and I'll talk about that later on in the show. And then, did you guys know that next Sunday is Valentine's Day? And I'm going to be doing a Valentine's Day special next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So here's what I am doing for Valentine's Day this year. I'm going to cook breakfast for my parents. I'm either going to go out to eat or make them a good dinner, such as chicken marsala or maybe a steak dinner. But I will cook them a good dinner. I will make desserts. And I will host this great show. I'm going to host a Valentine's show on American Variety Network Valentine's Day at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's a shame that I'm single this Valentine's Day again, but at least I've got all of you, my listeners. The last thing I'll talk about is Valentine's Day Treats. You know, we all love our candy, but I think of Valentine's Day nothing shows your love for your wife or your husband than baking a delicious cupcake, it could be a red velvet cupcake or a vanilla cupcake, frosted with a white chocolate, cream cheese, buttercream, and it sounds great. Your parents and your wife and your husband and your kids are going to enjoy it. You could also make homemade candies, homemade brownies and homemade cookies. But we'll talk about the Valentine's Day treats next week on my 300th episode. All right. Wow. We are in one hour and 22-minute mark of our show already, which means we only have about 35 minutes left of this great show. You see, I had so much fun in the show, I forget about our time limit. So we're going to go ahead and take this time right now to take our intermission. And during this intermission, I'm going to pay tribute to Eminem, By playing two of his favorite songs and then I'm going to uh, play some commercials and when we come back it's time for some more funny laughs as I've got funny phone calls and much more coming up next here on Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli
0: Coming up next next
2: any phone calls plus did you know trivia facts and trending now don't go anywhere folks you can still call in live at 13479898142 to answer our three questions of the evening which are, who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 50? What is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl? The snacks or the commercials? And how is your 2016 going so far? We'll see you right after this wonderful commercial break.
7: I'm not afraid.
3: Yeah. it been a ride. Everybody. I you. I
7: you.
3: I you. you can try and read
7: my lyrics off of this paper before I lay them. But you will not take the thing out these words before I say them Cause ain't no way I'm gonna let you stop me from causing them. When i gonna say I'm gonna do something, I do it I don't give a damn what you think, I'm doing this for me So fuck the world, feed it beans It's gassed up, you everything's are stopping me I'ma be what I set out to be, without a doubt, undoubtedly And all those fools look down on me, I'm tearing down your balcony No fans of us, i trying to ask him why, how can he From Infinite down to the last relaxed album, me still shit. Whether he's on salary, paid hourly, until he bows out of receipt know it's a wrap, you said you was king, you lied through your teeth. But add fuck your feelings. Instead of kidding, crown you kidding cap. Instead of fans, I'll never let you down again, I'm back. I promise to never go back on that promise. In fact, let's be honest, at last we last CD was there, perhaps.
1: American Variety Network. CaribSea provides tropical fish keepers with quality products such as live sand for saltwater aquariums, which will help cycle your aquarium. Life Rock, the best and safest alternative to live rock without the unwanted pest. The best line of aquarium chemicals for both fresh and salt water. Next time you need quality products for your tank, give Sea a try. Check us out at CaribSea.com.
0: It's that time of year again, football lovers. It's time for the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend, Flashmaster 1989 Jeff, Sunday, February 7th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50. For a recap of the first half and some fun, let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 halftime show live on American Variety Network on February 7, 2016 at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
8: Who won Super Bowl 50? Find out this Monday, February 8, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern. for the very first Super Bowl post-time show live on American Variety Network. I will recap the entire game and discuss who the real MVP was. Join me for the Super Bowl 50 post-time show live this Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com
2: forward slash American Network. Saturday, February 13th, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Something Big is coming to the American Variety Network, and it's our 300th episode! For the first time ever, the 300th episode is being sponsored and brought to you by Carob Sea. Carob Sea is donating an awesome prize to one of my wonderful fishkeeping listeners. Now on the 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th, I have a wonderful, special guest. I welcome Mike from Mass Aquariums to the American Variety Network. Plus, I'll discuss my future with the American Variety Network, and there will be some other awesome guests and a lot of fun. So everyone, tune into our 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network. WalktalkRadio.com forward slash American Network. Woo! It's time to celebrate 300 great episodes. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Hear my tips for a romantic, Valentine's Night, Here are my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself, and hear some awesome Valentine's Love Talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
0: You're listening to the American Variety Network.
8: Your only place for
0: variety
3: on Blast Talk Radio.
4: Is it Saturday night already? Tonight is time for the Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Are you ready to have some fun on this Saturday night? Coming up right here, Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. We'll be some last special guests some funny phone calls, and some fun discussions. Live in five, four, three, two, one. Saturday Live with Alex Carnelli takes over the airwaves now.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. Woo! Now, before our commercial break, we had a lot of fun. As I interviewed my guest, Jeremy Stellhorn, we laughed at some funny clips. I talked about the Super Bowl, and we learned about this Saturday in. History, and now we're about to hear some funny phone calls, some good G you no know facts, and we'll hear what is trending now on Facebook. I would like to remind my live listeners that you can call in at 1-347-989-8142 to answer my three questions tonight. And those questions are, who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 50? What is your favorite thing about the Super Bowl, the snacks, or the commercials? And how is your 2016 going so far? 1-347-989-8142. Well, speaking of phone calls, I think it is time for our funny phone calls, a.k.a. prank calls. Now, I didn't get to have time this week to plan for some live prank calls, but I'll make up for you guys on the next episode of Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli. Next week I'll have plenty of live prank calls. But to make up for our lack of live prank calls this week, I'm going to play a couple extra. Uh, recorded prank calls. Here we go. Enjoy, guys. You guys are going to let your asses off at as some of these people's responses.
3: Are you ready to laugh at some funny phone calls? Are you ready to hear these people's reaction to getting pranked? Let's all have a laugh here. It's now time for prank calls. Hello? 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 Hello. Hi, I'm calling from the pharmacy. Your prescription is ready. Hello? Hello? Your Viagra mm-hmm. is now available, sir. You may come at any time oh, before 6 o'clock p.m. to pick it up. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. There is a prescription for Viagra made to this phone number. Bullshit. Look, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Is this a bad time? Fuck you. If you did not personally order this, please inform the man who ordered it that it is ready. Okay, a lot of people use this product. It's not weird. It's actually pretty admirable. Hello? 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 Yes, hi. Do you know who I am? Are you trying to reach someone? This is Fred Rogers. Okay, I don't give a shit who the fuck are there you are. Do you know what time that make it is? You angry? Do you know what time it is? Don't call my well, house late at night, fucking asshole.
8: Yeah. Sure. Hello.
3: Ah uh, yes. Hello. This is the Chinese buffet calling. What? Last time you come in, you eat way too much. Hello. Yes, who is this calling? You're not allowed back anymore. Well, you you have the wrong number. I got your number from credit card info. Well, I've never eaten in a Chinese you're restaurant. You're that customer. You start talking. This is not homeless shelter. This restaurant. You eat all expensive food. You eat all the crab leg. I think you're a crab leg. <laughs> you take so much food and not even eat all. I
2: throw I out both legs when leg. I leave your
3: table. I have never eaten in a. In, yeah. in so the listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Hold oh, on. Okay, okay, okay. Listen you to no me. You don't come back. You listen bend. to me. Bend, 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 You Insane bend. woman. You're insane. I have been in the hospital.
7: <laughs> For the last <laughs> week, you've just been pranked by PrankDial.com.
6: Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, hey. So you the one who hit my car? No, buddy. I, I haven't touched your car. You left your phone number on my windshield. I didn't leave your
0: phone number, sir. I, I didn't put my phone number on your car.
6: Listen, B, you scratched my fender and busted out my taillight.
0: No I didn't man no I didn't I'm did. sorry When did that when well, did that happen bro company, B. When when did that supposedly happen guy No
6: don't lie to me
0: I'm not lying to you man if you call my fucking number well, again I'll call the sheriff. To, I'll, I didn't leave a note on your car dude somebody's playing a game with you
6: I'm losing my patience
0: Fuck your patients and your mama. Dude, dude, you? Look, dude, I ain't left I ain't fucked with your car, dude. If you call this home phone number him? again, right
8: here, I'll number call home? the hey. sheriff's
0: department on you, okay?
3: Don't call me back, guy. I'll call the sheriff, okay? <laughs> You've just
8: been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello? 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 Yeah, hello? Hello, you call me. uh uh-huh
3: don't care what you say. I
8: know it was you. Yeah, who's this? Who is this? I want to know who you are. Um, you called me.
3: Look, I seen your number on my man's cell history. No, you fucking didn't. Yes, I did. More than once. Wrong answer, bitch, because I'm married and I don't... Why are you calling them? my boyfriend?
8: I'm not calling your boyfriend. What's going on? Don't know
6: what you're talking about. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, Shane. Hello? What's up? Yeah, hey. Hey. So you the one who hit my car? What? Well, you left your phone number on my windshield.
3: Uh... Yeah, stop
6: think, yapping and you, listen. Are you listen, you, you scratched my fender and busted out my taillight.
3: Well, uh first of all you're talking to the
2: wrong person.
6: Yes I you was, did. Uh,
2: listen to me.
6: Who your listen
1: insurance to me. company B? Hey. Yo, don't to
6: lie me. to me. I'm not lying to you, you motherfucker. Listen to me. Then I'm
4: why'd
3: you leave a ahead. damn note? Listen,
7: I drive a
3: taxi cab
2: for a taxi company,
7: Man, and what you wrong got a with card
2: you? on your windshield...
7: I got your note right company. here in my own hands. I don't give a
3: fuck what you got. <laughs> You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello. Hi,
0: Nick's Pizza here. I just want to know why I should drop off the pizzas. Uh, I'm huh? not sure. I'm, I can't quite find your house. Was it a road or was it a street? What exactly was it?
3: Who, who, who would you repeat what you said? I can't understand you.
0: Man,
6: that's just stupid. Why did you say that? Look, <laughs> you
0: ordered about 20
3: pizzas and three Cokes. He's
6: come a bitch. Doesn't not 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 all I call? I ain't
7: order a motherfucking thing
3: and if you come by my i bust a cap in of your, your ass. I just need your house address or uh, whatever.
6: Hello? 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 Yeah, hello. You gonna say something? Man, shut your mouth. Who the fuck is this?
3: Yeah,
0: I wanna know who this is right now. I
2: don't know who are you calling.
0: Let me ask you a question. Why are you calling my girlfriend in the middle of the night?
2: I don't even know who the fuck you are, motherfucker, I ain't called nobody. First of all, I don't to call my goddamn phone.
3: Don't make excuses,
6: boy. You tell me who you are.
2: You don't know who I am. I'm telling you right now, motherfucker, call my phone again and I'll track your shit.
6: Don't deny it, boy.
0: I don't even know who you are, bitch. You better tell me the truth right now. I'm Robbie Singleton. Don't I don't know who the, know the fuck what you looking for. Now. I'm
3: so angry right now, you are getting frustrated. I don't give a fuck what you
1: are. How going
0: on between you and her?
1: I don't even know who you are, cuz. Who's your wife? Oh, 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 really? Oh, oh,
3: really? Yeah. No who, who your so no who's your girl? Who's your girl? Who's your girl then? <laughs>
7: You've just been pranked by prankdial.com. Hello.
3: Hello.
6: Hello. Hi, I'm calling from Stanton and Wardsley, Attorneys at Law. How are you?
3: I'm doing all right.
6: By taking this call, you're acknowledging receipt of your electronic subpoena. Do you understand? For what? Because you've picked up the phone, you've accepted a subpoena to appear in court next week. Is there a problem? For what? For what? This is in response to your neighbor's complaint that you, and I quote, threw eggs and toilet paper at his residence. Unquote. Man, you're... you for $10 fuck, million. Who the fuck's my neighbor? Does this sound familiar?
3: No,
2: no. Motherfucker, who, um... Who's well, my neighbor? To moderate,
6: you'll be receiving an email in the near future with the details for your court appearance so you'll have time to take off work. Do you have any Oh, whatever. Any suck my
3: dick. Suck my dick.
6: I'm Bye. sorry. I can't help with that. However, yeah, I do you can't, have a settlement here dick, that help. Hang on a moment. Well, fuck you. Gotcha. Well, I right, you bitch. drop off 200 rolls of toilet paper and five dozen eggs with a bouquet of flowers, all will be forgiven. Do you comply?
8: I suck my dick. (laughs) Suck my dick. Hello?
6: Hello. Yeah, this is Tyrone. How are you? Good. Listen, my sister told me that you uh, called her fat. Is that true? Who are you looking for? Look, I don't want to have time for games. Did you call my sister fat or not? No, I don't even know who the hell this is. Hold on one second. Slouch, come here. Is this a person who made fun of you? Hello?
3: Hello? Hey? Hey? Yeah, that's them. <laughs>
6: You're lying to me. You know you made her cry, right? Listen, motherfucker,
7: I have no idea who the hell you are, and I did
6: not know Hold order. up. I'm the one talking.
7: You're being a little bit of a tampon right now. You should be apologizing.
6: How about you go fuck yourself? Who do you think you are? <laughs> well,
2: there's some funny prank calls for this week. Moving on to our next segment.
3: American Variety Network proudly presents to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinale. Some awesome did you know facts. You will leave this show with a lot of awesome knowledge.
2: Did you know? Do you know August has the highest percentage of birth? Awesome, because I was born in August. Did you know lemons contain more sugar than strawberries? Did you know a lobster's blood is colorless? But when exposed to oxygen, it turns blue. Did you know money is the number one thing that couples argue about? Did you know macadamia nuts are toxic to dogs? Did you know M&M's chocolate stands for the initials for its inventors, Mars and Murray? Did you know the fortune cookie was invented in San Francisco? Did you know the first Burger King was opened in Florida, Miami, in 1954. Did you know the sentence, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, uses every letter in the English alphabet? Did you know your tongue is the fastest healing part of your body? Did you know on your birthday you share it with nine million others? Did you know grapes explode when you put them in the microwave? Did you know more people are killed from bees than snakes? The average person laughs ten times a day. Did you know more people are allergic to cow's milk than any other food? Did you know America's top-selling ice cream flavor is vanilla? Also, did you know the Atlantic Ocean is saltier than the Pacific? Those are some good D-know facts to make you leave the show On a smart note. Now on to our last segment for this Saturday's show.
3: Trending now.
2: Here is what's currently trending right now on Facebook. The Pro Football Hall of Fame. Brett Favre. Ken Stabler. Tony Dungy are among eight players inducted into the 2016 Pro Football Hall of Fame class. From me, I would like to say congratulations to Brett Favre and Tony Dungy and the eight inducted 2016 Hall of Fame class football players. Congratulations to all of you. Also trending now is North Korea. The country launches the the long-range rocket despite warnings, South Korean officials say. And Super Bowl 50 is trending as the NFL title game between the Carolina Panthers and Denver Broncos takes place on Sunday. In Hamburg, New York, police are searching for a missing 15-year-old boy. And Lower Manhattan, one person is killed and three others are injured after a crane collapse in New York City. And Chelsea Clinton, Hillary Clinton's daughter, accidentally refers to Bernie Sanders as president. That is what's currently trending right now on Facebook. Here are some reminders before I go ahead and end this awesome episode. There is no Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli next Saturday, because next Saturday is going to be American Variety Network's historic 300th episode. Next Saturday, we celebrate our 300th episode with special guests. Uh, Mike Haynes from Mass Aquariums, the YouTube channel, and I interview my first professional wrestler next Saturday. I have wrestler Eric Carney on the American Variety Network's 300th episode. I'm excited to interview my very first wrestler. Plus, one fish keeper can walk away with surprise from Carib sea. So there is no Saturday live with Alex next week there is our 300th episode also next Sunday is Valentine's Day and I have my Valentine's Day special next Sunday at 8pm Eastern Standard Time our next Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli will be on February 20th 2016 plan for the next Saturday live with Alice Cardinelli our special guest will be Melissa and Nathan Franklin. A few years ago, Nathan suffered a traumatic brain injury on Father's Day at a golf course. There is not much hope that Nathan would make it out of it. But through Nathan's courage and motivation, Nathan survived. Melissa is Nathan's wife and caretaker. Melissa will tell us all about what it is like to not only be a loving wife, but she will talk to us about being a caretaker. Melissa and Nathan are truly inspiring people and I am really proud of the courage they have shown. They have overcome adversity and they are as a true definition of Motivation and Courage, and they will be on our next Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli on February 20th, 2016. Plus, there will be funny phone calls, audio clips, and I will debut a new segment to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli called Ask Alex where you can ask me a question. Please email your questions to American Variety Network at Comcast dot net. So start emailing your questions right now to American Variety Network at Comcast dot net. And Saturday, February twentieth, I will answer your questions on the air. After the three hundredth episode next Saturday, I am taking a break, a two week hiatus But I will still be doing Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to Saturday Live with Alex Cardinelli here on American Variety Network. I hope you guys enjoy Super Bowl 50, and I hope you guys enjoyed my show tonight. If you enjoyed my show, please share the link on your social media site. Please go and like my page on Facebook, Saturday Live with Alice Cardinelli and American Variety Network. Have a great rest of your Saturday night, and Let's go, Panthers. Enjoy Super Bowl of 50, folks. Good
8: night, everyone. Woo! It's that time of year again, football lovers. It's time for
0: the Super Bowl. This year is the historic 50th Super Bowl. For the first time ever, the American Variety Network will broadcast the Super Bowl halftime show. Join Alex Cardinelli and his friend, Flashmaster 1989 Jeff, Sunday, February 7th, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or in other words, halftime on Super Bowl 50. For a recap of the first half and some fun, let's get ready for some football. Enjoy your pizza and wings and tune in to our Super Bowl 50 Halftime Show live on American Variety Network on February seventh, 2016 at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network
8: Who won Super Bowl 50? Find out this Monday, February 8, 2016 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the very first Super Bowl post-time show live on American Variety Network. I will recap the entire game and discuss who the real MVP was. Join me for the Super Bowl 50 post-time show live this Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network.
2: Eastern Standard Time. Something big is coming to the American Variety Network and it's our 300th episode. For the first time ever, the 300th episode is being sponsored and brought to you by Care C. Care of C is donating an awesome prize. To one of my wonderful fish keeping listeners. Now, on the 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th, I have a wonderful special guest. I welcome Mike from Mass Aquariums to the American Variety Network. Plus, I'll discuss my future with the American Variety Network, and there will be some other awesome guests and a lot of fun. So everyone, tune to our 300th episode on Saturday, February 13th. At 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on American Variety Network, walktalkradiocom forward slash American Network. Woo! It's time to celebrate 300 great episodes. Valentine's Day on American Variety Network. There will be a show you can all love. Live, Sunday, February 14th, 2016, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I, Alice Cardinelli, celebrate Valentine's Day with all of you, my listeners. Hear my tips for a romantic, Valentine's night, hear my tips to all the single folks out there, like myself, and hear some awesome Valentine's love talk. Ladies, come join me this Valentine's Day, Sunday, February 14th, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, blogtalkradio.com
8: forward slash American Network.
6: Donovan here, friend of Alex Cardinale. I personally want to thank you for supporting Alex
1: Cardinale by listening to his episode of American Variety Network. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please check out his Facebook page, American Variety Network, and hit like. And check out our awesome fish group called Freshwater Maniacs. For all the fish keepers listening, check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, for some awesome info on my fish. Thanks for listening, and Alex Cardinal will see you again for the next episode of American Variety Network. Rock
8: on, folks.